Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Leon's Corner. In this episode, we're going to talk about relationships with our special guest today, CJ. For those of you that don't know, CJ is my boyfriend who I've been currently dating for about three years and ten months and some change. What's good, everybody? It's CJ. Okay, so today we'll be covering um, just questions that were asked about the topic of relationships and what specifically you guys wanted to cover. Okay, so the first topic that you guys wanted to touch on was trust. So we're going to give our opinion on trust and how we work around trust in our relationship. Okay, so trust. Obviously fundamental in a relationship, very, very important. I feel like in my past relationship, I didn't really have a lot of trust. He didn't fully trust me, so he was always up my ass about things and in my case about stuff. So it didn't feel as secure for me. And I, when I started this relationship with you, I felt like, it might have gone in the same direction, just given the way that we started. Obviously, I didn't feel like I was necessarily trustworthy, but you trusted me, I guess, right away. So what made you trust me? Or did you doubt me in the beginning? Unfortunately, I feel like I'm just a very trusting person. What do you mean, unfortunate? Why is that bad? It is unfortunate because I trust anybody. No matter what they did in the past, as long as it wasn't to me. And sometimes I do trust people, even if they do stuff to me, you know, it's stupid. So in the beginning, obviously, yeah. So what made you trust me, though? Honestly, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This is what I'm talking about. I just trust people. Even if there's no reason to trust them, I feel like. We both know this. I am a people pleaser for no reason. I mean, I guess that's what... Gave me the confidence to know that I could still do whatever I wanted as long as I was respecting you, obviously, and respecting our relationship. And I feel like that's what made us be so trusting of each other. Because I feel like if you would have been in my case about things, then that would have pushed me to either not want to be with you or to be sneaky. I also feel like you were just very transparent with what you were doing all the time and where you're going you know you share your location voluntarily i didn't make you do it don't even try it i didn't make you do it no you didn't make me do it but their circumstances did yeah (laughs) but i mean most people aren't just super transparent with what they're doing so i mean i feel like i had no reason to not trust you even though the way we got started wasn't the best way, you know what I'm saying? Well, you actually touched on a good subject, which is sharing our locations. We share our locations. I know that most couples that we know share their locations, but I know that a lot of couples don't share their locations. They don't like to. They feel like it's an invasion of privacy. The way that I see it is just out of safety. Like, I don't really sit here and stalk what you're doing every single hour of the day or where you're at. But it's just a safety concern. If you're out of work, I'll check up on you every once in a while. Especially because 
you're out driving and you go to different places and whatever and if the weather's not good or something's happening traffic accidents whatever it keeps me at peace knowing that i know where to find you at any given time but i know that not all not everybody feels that way and some people don't like sharing their locations and they feel like it's an invasion of privacy so did you ever feel like you don't want to or like i said we started sharing our location because it was well, because, a safety concern <laughs> well because you get into accidents like like nobody's business so you know well in the beginning of our relationship you did so it was more because who knew when you were gonna crash and not use your phone you know what i'm saying <laughs> Gotta gotta stay safe, like you said. But but did you ever want to stop sharing your location, or it just doesn't matter to you? It doesn't bother me because I don't go anywhere, <laughs> other than to work, to play basketball, and my house. I don't know. I feel like that's something that has to be discussed in every relationship, and if one of the person, one of the persons. <laughs> one of the people in the relationship doesn't feel comfortable, then maybe that should be something that you discuss both and figure out what's best for your guys' relationship. Because you can't force the other person to share their location if they don't want to. But, you know, maybe maybe something fishy's going on there. They don't want to share their location. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be fishy, but, like... Like you said, some people feel like it's an invasion of privacy. Whether you're doing something fishy or not, you don't want to feel like someone just is always on on you, always on on yet. Am I the curse on this? Um, yeah. Always checking up on you when you don't <laughs> want them to. You know, some people don't like the constant attention and and you know the reassurance for the other person. They don't care that much. I mean, maybe it takes longer into the relationship to change that. Maybe. But, like you said, we started it soon. Well, sooner than most. One, because you got into a lot of accidents. But two, because, like you said, it's just better to know. Better to have that peace of mind of where you are, I am. Yeah. But, I don't know. I feel like trust goes hand in hand with reassurance. I feel like you keep using all the right words. But, um, yeah. you. I feel like... As long as you reassure your partner of how you're feeling and what you're doing and where you are and who you're with, they should be okay. I don't tell you what I'm doing and who I'm with because you asked me to. I tell you because I want to tell you and because I know that it's going to keep you at peace. And you're going to leave me alone and let me do whatever I'm doing. As opposed to me just not answering for hours. Of course you're going to get worried and start blowing up my phone and be like what are you doing where are you at hello you know to me it should just be common sense that you should just make your partner aware of what you're doing not down to the detail but at least give them a heads up and that would definitely help strengthen their trust because they'll feel like you're always updating them they always know what you're up to it kind of shows your intentions too Okay, so on to another topic of trust is going through each other's phones. So, I feel like, personally, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't be going through each other's stuff. For one, because I feel like if you feel the need to go through your partner's phone, then you already have doubt in your mind. 
and you're already looking for something. So if you're doing it with that intention, then there is no trust. You don't trust your partner already. But if, again, if your partner reassures you and if your partner's open and transparent with you and, for example, they have your face ID or they know your password to the phone and you just have that access, I feel like that already puts me personally, it puts me at ease because I know that if I want to use your phone, I can. There's nothing there that you're hiding because I have access to that phone at any given time. It reassures me and it puts me at ease and there's a trust because I don't feel the desire to go through your phone because I don't have to because I have access to it whenever I want. How do you feel about sharing, like for those couples that don't spend a lot of time together, how do you feel about them sharing their passwords to social media and everything like that so that the girlfriend or boyfriend has access from their phone whenever they want? I feel like the passwords and stuff to the social media is kind of extra just because like if we have that level of trust what are you going on my twitter for except this you can see what i like by going on your twitter you don't like only thing you can check um, by logging into my twitter is my dms or who i have blocked or whatever stupid little things like that but if i if i trust you then why do i need to check your dms have you ever checked my dms maybe when we first started but like secretly i probably didn't right in front of you but i mean you probably (laughs) knew i was gonna do it and you don't care because you don't have anything there but like i don't feel the need to look do you feel the need to look do you be looking through my phone not like that like i go on your instagram but that's because i'm nosy and we follow different people (laughs) i just be trying to stalk people but that's it i don't be going on your instagram looking for something to catch you on i just be going there because i'm nosy i hate going on your phone you know, all your things are in folders oh and your God. stupid background and colors and everything's pink. I don't even understand where everything is. I don't like Everything's it. red, not pink. That's that's like pink red. My phone is organized, unlike yours. My phone is organized. To you. To everybody. They're in folders just like yours. It's just everything has its own color. They are not in folders. Why? But yeah, I agree. I think um, sharing the social media password and stuff is a little too extra. I think as long as you feel comfortable and your partner feels comfortable just having access to your phone that should be okay or at least that should put you at peace a little bit but overall it's the reassurance that creates the trust and i think that has been it for us i personally feel like i've reassured you enough times for you to feel comfortable with me doing my things my way and you reassure me enough for me to feel comfortable in letting you do your things your way. Well, like I said, all I do is go to work, come home, and play basketball. And then anywhere else I go, I'm usually with you. So Yeah, but you're not very good communicator yes, yes. through text. Yes, I understand because I do the same like like I don't understand I do the same thing every day, so I feel like to me, I just don't need to tell you every day at three thirty, oh I'm leaving work. And then I gotta tell you every day that oh I'm taking jv home like oh my goodness i do it every single day yeah but sometimes you don't do it and then what happens what happens if i don't know that you left work and you got into an accident then i didn't know that you were on your way home already you have my location don't you 
If I'm busy at my job, I'm not checking where you're at. If you have time to check your text messages, it takes two more seconds to check that location. <laughs> Why are you capping right now? If I don't answer you after the first text, the next time you look at your phone, you know you're checking your location, especially if it's after 3.30. Whatever. But, yeah, that will lead us to our next topic, which is communication. Disclaimer, the second part of this is going to be very staticky. That's because we had the AC on, so please forgive the staticky. And if you know CJ, you know he's not really shy at all. He's just got stage fright, I guess. So he's very shy in this podcast. But if you really know him, you know that he's the complete opposite of that. So go ahead and keep enjoying this episode. Okay, so communication. I feel like communication is crucial in a relationship. It's not just like you telling me where you are and like communicating through text or on the phone because you're very bad at that. But it's it goes beyond that. It's like communicating your feelings and your emotions and like that kind of communication. I'm bad at that because I'm forgetful. It's not because I'm bad at communicating. And that's what I said. I said like you're not good at that kind of communication, but that's okay. I've learned to just sit on peace with like knowing that you are going to be where you say you're going to be i think that i'm better when it comes to like sharing my feelings in serious settings like arguments or i don't know other things like that i don't know what else could be serious like arguments but like i always tell you what i don't like in an argument or what needs to be done in order for you the argument to stop because i feel like in a lot of relationships people will always think there needs to be a winner and a loser in order for the argument to be over with and i just feel like nobody thinks they're going to lose an argument and everybody also has their own little personalities when they argue such as in the beginning of our relationship every time you got angry you would just say everything that came straight out of your mind and you wouldn't think about how it would make me feel or if it hurt my feelings you would just say it sometimes to hurt my feelings just because we were in an argument yeah i feel like at the beginning of our relationship i was very like defensive and instead of like communicating and talking to you i just wanted to fight i just wanted to defend myself and the only way that i knew how to do that was hurting the other person because that 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 was the only way that I had ever learned to argue before because I was never confronted back at any given time but with you it was different because you weren't scared to tell me that I was wrong and that the way that I was speaking to you was not the proper way to speak because I was hurting your feelings and that was not nice with me. It took me a long time to understand that and get over it, but I feel like that's what made me kind of become a better communicator. And I'm not gonna say that I'm the best because I'm not. I'm still working on things and trying to figure out the best way to argue <laughs> because I feel like when you're in a long-term relationship, there's a lot of that all the time. You guys are going to have disagreements and you guys are not going to be on the same page. And it's very important to learn how to argue with your partner so that you guys can communicate properly. Because, for example, the two of us, we're very different. When I get upset, when I get frustrated, I need space. I need to just 
sit with my thoughts so that I don't say hurtful and things that I'm not thinking through. So I just need a moment to myself so that I can relax, I can come down, I can process the situation, and then I can talk about it. As opposed to you, you just want to talk about it. Yeah, I always, I don't know. I just feel like instead of walking away and overthinking everything and because one i feel like once you walk away some i don't know sometimes it helps and it cools you down but sometimes it can you know sometimes when you walk out of the room it gets me more upset because i feel like that's i understand that but that's because you take it as me walking away i'm not walking away from the situation i just need to cool off and you know sometimes i understand that when some more serious arguments (laughs) i just feel like it's obviously i you know, afterwards, I know you weren't trying to be disrespectful, but I feel like, in a way, it's disrespectful because it's just like you're turning your back on me when I'm trying to explain to you how I feel, and you just don't like what I'm saying, so you just want to leave. That's just how I see it. I understand that's not how you see it, and I feel like that's something that has been communicated, and that's why we our arguments don't spiral into more and more like dramatic endings like you know as it was at the beginning exactly yeah i get that and and like i said i am trying to still like work on it because i feel like sometimes the time that i choose to to take a time for myself might not be the most appropriate time and sometimes i feel like that's what bothers you because like you feel like you're making a legit point or like you feel like you're putting your emotions out there and then I choose to take a step back and you're like you're like what like I just express my feelings and now you don't want to talk about it that's how I feel like you see the situation sometimes but it's not that it's just that like I feel like sometimes you just dump a bunch of information on me especially when you're expressing how you're feeling it's like here here are all my feelings and then I'm like, oh, I'm overwhelmed and I don't know how to respond. And I just need a second. Like, let me process this on my own. Give me like 15 minutes. And when I'm ready, I'm going to come in and I'm going to talk to you. We're still learning to communicate. An ongoing process forever. But I feel like we have gotten better from the beginning. And we're just going to continue to hopefully like learn and grow more and communicating our feelings and like opening up to each other especially i guess when we're mad we definitely got better i feel like other than communicating feelings or like communicating during an argument i feel like other than that we're like pretty good at communication like we're able to openly tell each other anything um we communicate very well in that sense like i don't have a problem telling you anything and everything and i feel like you do the same even even if other people like see it as weird or something we always tell each other everything and we're just comfortable with each other in that sense i mean we've been around other couples and other people and you know we we've talked about other females or males that we've seen you know in public that we think are attractive and we talk about it in front of other people and they think we're crazy that's what and i my mean friend, my friends think i'm crazy if i say it in front of you because they think you're gonna come at me crazy that's what i mean like i feel like in other ways we communicate very well like i don't have a problem hearing like your man talk i guess you can say like 
not not you checking out girls because you don't do that like that would be disrespectful like you're not sitting here like damn like her boobs or her ass like not like that but you're like if we if we both see an attractive female be like oh my gosh that girl is hot or that girl looks good you'll be like what girl and i'm comfortable enough doing that and you're comfortable enough doing that and that's just our relationship but like you said other people like see it differently and they behave differently and that's why i feel like we just work well our personalities work well in that sense even though we're complete opposites even though we're complete opposites yes yes we are complete opposites 100 percent. but that's where i feel like our next topic comes in i i feel like we're pretty good at compromising with each other for the most part i feel like we're really good about just letting things go i feel like at the beginning of the relationship a lot of things used to bother me and i used to let a lot of things affect me but i've just kind of learned to let you be the way that you are and just like deal with it because i used to be very like picky in particular about certain things that really didn't make a difference or it didn't matter as much as i made it sound like it mattered i'm more willing to compromise and be more lenient with different things yes and you know i've made little compromises here and there you know such as playing my video games which a lot of men do not like to do but you know when you're in a long-term relationship it's something you got to give up sometimes <laughs> You didn't Even give it up. Like, I don't give it up, but as much as I used to play or as much as other people play, you know, I have definitely gone down a lot. Well, because one of my my top love language is quality time. Yes, and I acknowledge that and I give you your whole days and whole weekends to do what you want and not play my game. And I let you get mad at me for playing my game even when I do play it. <laughs> and I appreciate that. And I value that. And I like spending time with you. And I do let you play the game. Yeah. I do. Yeah, especially when you're not here. Exactly. That's when you get the most playing time. Mm-hmm, that makes the most sense. And we've compromised on that, you see? Yeah, I need you to leave and go places so I can <laughs> play the game. We're able to compromise on a lot of bigger things than just playing the game. Yes, because I com- compromise my time to cook. most Well, eh, not so much as often as right now, you know what I'm saying? I'll, but I feel like last year and the year before, I feel like we had a strict schedule because of the job you had. And I got home so early that I would be cooking damn near every day. <laughs> and uh you know I, that's not something i was at, used to or something i wanted to partic- particularly do i know that she worked long 12-hour shifts and you would want a meal when you got home and to relax and not have to do more things so i would do that for you and it's fine with me because it makes you happy and i appreciate that and those are all like the little things that really made our relationship go smoother because like in a way it shows that you value me and that you respect me and that you don't want to overwork me or uh, uh, like abuse me in that way like 
come home from a 12-hour shift and still have to cook for the both of us. Like, you value me enough to do those things for me. And I appreciate that. And I, I did see it, and I did appreciate it. And I, I did love it when you cooked for me. Yeah, but now you get out at the same time as me almost, so now you got to do some, do some cooking yourself, and too. And I do. Mm-hmm. You do, you do. I love it when you cook that uh, lasagna, though. Compromising and valuing each other and respecting each other's times and just respecting each other in general like in every sense of the word i think that's what makes relationships go a long way and last longer just being able to communicate being able to compromise valuing each other's definitely learning each other's love languages i think that's very important i still haven't figured out what yours is exactly i don't even know what mine are so exactly so something that we were saying is that um, we like the dynamic that we have together. And you were saying how the little things add up to, to a bigger picture, I guess. So making all the little compromises and what might be considered sacrifices add up to a happier, healthier relationship. I'm happy when you don't have an attitude or when you're not moping around upset <laughs> that's makes me fine which makes me okay to do the little stuff that i do as long as i get to do what i do when i request it <laughs> exactly so even though all of the things that you might do in a relationship that might seem small or insignificant 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 and all of the things that might seem insignificant, it everything adds up to the bigger picture and it makes the relationship work smoother. And if you're able to compromise and work on the little things, it would just make working on the bigger things so much easier. I feel like our relationship dynamic is also a little different than most and it just works for us. It's not going to work for everybody, but it works for us and it works in our situation in our case so what would you say are three things that you like of our our relationship i would say um our levels of trust for each other you know like like we said before the fact that we share our locations and we you know we trust each other to go anywhere or do anything and not worry that we're doing something wrong or foul you know yeah I think another one is our daily routine that we have mostly during the week. The weekend is never usually planned or anything. But, you know, during the week we have a little routine. You know, I get out of work first. I come home clean a little bit right before you get home. After like an hour that I've already been home. Spend a little time. Then you go to the gym. We both have our little me times. And then end the night with either eating again and watching episodes or going right to sleep. You know, it's a little routine that has been working for the past three years, I guess. And I would say the third thing is how well you and my mother get along. Because me and my father aren't really that close. So there's really not only one, there's really only one parent to be close to and, you know, to share things with and be comfortable around. And I feel like 
you guys have a really good relationship and you guys, you know, you, you talk to her sometimes about what to do in certain situations or for advice. And I feel like that's very important in a lot of relationships because that something like that could really affect someone's mental about how they feel about the other person. Especially when they have their family in the ear talking shit. Especially when they're mama's boy. Listen, what did I just say? Didn't I just say me and my father are not that close? <laughs> Wouldn't you be considered a mama's girl? No. Why not? Because I didn't grow up with her. Okay, so would you be a grandma's girl? Ooh, I like, guess. Ooh, that's so different. Um, I would say anybody that grew up with whoever they grew up with would be considered that person's person. <laughs> like what? Yeah, no, I get that. And I do like that we are able to have a good relationship. You know, I, I value that, especially like coming from a Hispanic background. You don't really see that in the Hispanic world. Like everybody kind of like, hates their suegra like their mother-in-law is the worst thing that could have ever happened to them and they're overstepping and trying to tell you how to act in your marriage and your relationships and in that sense i feel like christy doesn't do that like she lets us do us and figure it out and if she has to put you in your place i know that she will and if she has to check me i know that she will so i feel like she, yeah, she she can be biased if needed to be. But I feel like the three things that I like about a relationship is um, how well we communicate with each other. Like I said, we're able to just communicate very openly. Like, there's not much holding back that we do. Like, you know that you can tell me anything and I know that I can tell you anything without judgment. There's not ever a fear of, like, what is he going to say or... Is he not going to like what I have to say or me being afraid to tell you anything? And I feel like it goes both ways. I feel like you really don't hold back on anything. You kind of just tell me stuff, you know. I'm an open book. Everybody knows this. Exactly. So I feel like it, it makes it very easy. I feel like another thing that I like is that, like you said, the level of trust that we have with each other. I don't really have a problem with you i i never really have we've never really had arguments about trust and not like doubting ever um you know i'm able to have girls night and girls day or just do whatever i want really like go anywhere by myself like you don't need to be there um be, be able to spend time with my guy best friend just the two of us doing what we have to do, talking, just like you're very comfortable with that, you don't care, like you don't mind, you're not crazy about it, which I really appreciate and respect because he's always been a big part of my life. So I, I appreciate that. And third, I feel like I really like the way that we are committed to our relationship. I feel like at the beginning, it wasn't equal. <laughs> I feel like you were more committed than I was um, to begin with. But I feel like as the time went on and I just really got to know you in the relationship setting and just seeing how we worked with each other, it made me more comfortable to be in a relationship with you and to know that I shouldn't be afraid of that commitment. And 
now I don't mind it. Now I don't mind just being committed to you and only you. You are also very committed into our relationship, which leads to a lot of trust and open communication. So it all kind of circles back to each other. Okay, so he's usually not this shy. He's usually the talkative one in the relationship, and I tend to be the more shy one. But I guess he likes to talk to actual humans and not a microphone. Yes, I do. I prefer that. I prefer to be open and no no filter. But we're going to wrap it up here. If you guys have any further questions or if you guys did like having him on the podcast, maybe, maybe we could push for another episode on a different topic, maybe. But he seems to be very shy, so... Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for staying through the whole episode. Um, next week's episode, we're going to have the single ladies. And that episode gets a little spicy. So the next episodes to come are very good. I'm excited about those. So thank you guys for staying through the whole thing. Thank you for bearing with us. Um, So I'll talk to y'all in two weeks. Gracias, mi gente. Y nos vemos en dos semanas. Say bye. Bye Bye-bye.